Welcome to The Good Lawyer. This is a 2022 copyrighted podcast of the Young Lawyers Division of the State Bar of Georgia, where we discuss what makes a good lawyer. Let's get started. Welcome back to The Good Lawyer, everybody. I'm your host, Sarah Young. Today, I am very excited to have our guest, Amy V. Howell with Chick-fil-A Corporate and a Wildy past president. Welcome, Amy. How are you today? I'm great. Thanks for having me. Of course. So tell everybody a little bit about Amy and where you've been, what you've done, and what you're doing now. Sure. So I came to the profession. I went to Temple Law School, entered because I was interested in public interest uh, and trial advocacy. And so after law school, I had a postgraduate fellowship in public interest based out of Emory's Law School at what is now one of their juvenile defender clinics, but at the time doing juvenile representation in Georgia and um, advocating for kids with mental health needs in the juvenile justice system. So spent a couple of years there and then uh, was a public defender in the Stone Mountain Judicial Circuit, which led me to government service. And I worked in state government for 14 and a half years, so Georgia state government for 14 and a half years starting in the juvenile justice agency and then moving to the behavioral health agency, both of which were under Department of Justice oversight. And so developed sort of a specialty in both being a regulator and being regulated quite heavily under oversight. And then in the last three and a half years, I've moved into corporate work and I am in-house at Chick-fil-A doing regulatory work for our supply chain and distribution businesses. So it's been great. And I'm also the um, happily married to my husband, Brian, of 21 years. And we are raising two kids, teenagers that in short order will be leaving our house in a couple of years. So we're trying to revel in the time we have with them. So that's a little bit about me. A little bit sounds like a lot. You've done a lot in your career. I know that you were the Wild D president in 2010, I believe. Mm-hmm. So I what was. was that like? It was great. I loved it. So I came to the Wildy through the Juvenile Law Committee. I'm sure many tell this story, but it was sort of the promise of a free lunch. I was um, a new lawyer and um, didn't always stop for lunch. A free lunch seemed great and courageously stepped out to go to this group of people I'd never met before and um, joined the Juvenile Law Committee and served on that committee for a number of years and co-chaired it. Uh, and then just sort of my love of the Wildy and involvement in the Wildy just sort of evolved from there. And so helped uh, with the newsletter and then ultimately ran for office and ended up being Wildy president. And it was great. I loved our mission around being the service arm of the bar. And you mentioned Wildy's mission is service arm of the bar, which it very much is. So in your opinion, through your service across the board and leading to where you are now, What, in your opinion, makes a good lawyer as it pertains to service? So the biggest part of that is, uh, you know, our, you know, we have obligations in terms of competence and ethics, but I think baked in that, you know, is an aspect I've heard many say, even on this podcast around our commitment to treating others with dignity and respect and our responsibility within the profession, our peers. But I think when it comes to service, there's a lot of overlap. There's opportunity for us to to show up with integrity and really do the right thing. I think we have the benefit and have earned the honor of being lawyers and we don't really shed that. It's a lifelong profession, hopefully, 
we enjoy it, but we we're really lawyers 24 seven. And so we're able to serve in our communities, whether it's in the legal community or our communities at large and bring with us, you know, honesty, integrity, and that honor of the profession. And I, I think that takes a certain degree of courage. Sometimes we're serving in ways that are different, uncomfortable, unique for us, but it's a great opportunity. So throughout your career, what have been some of your favorite ways to get involved with service? And that is within the legal profession or outside of it? A lot of times it ends up being through, you know, affinity groups. You know, so I started out through the YLD, getting involved in that way. So I served on YLD juvenile law, but I also served on the community service committee. And so that was great because we served in all variety of different ways and I got to try different ways of serving. But even through the profession, you know, it, through work. I've had the opportunity to serve and and that can really vary. It's not, I don't always serve it through pro bono hours. Sometimes it's a Habitat for a Humanity House or serving on local nonprofit boards. So I, I try to find things that I'm passionate about or I find interesting, or um, sometimes it's, you know, the opportunity to serve alongside friends who are serving on boards or otherwise and ask you to come out and help support their efforts. So I don't think there's any shortage of ways, but finding things that you're interested in or passionate about are great ways to also maintain your engagement and service. So have there been uh, any ways that you've been involved lately that you've been passionate about or found interesting or even just tagged in with friends on? Sure. A couple of different ways. So I have friends who lead a local nonprofit serving a local school district. And so, you know, during the last holiday season, I'm looking forward to doing again this season, they had a wrapping party for the families that they serve. So we just sit alongside the families and wrap their presents, great donations from all different groups and corporations and, and affinity groups. And that was really a heartwarming way to serve. But I also serve on a local nonprofit board on the Olmsted Lanier Park Alliance. And I'm really passionate about the environment and serving on boards. And so it was a great opportunity to give back and get engaged. And I've served on their advisory board prior to that. So I can think of a million ways I've served, but those are two right now that uh, I've spent a fair amount of time doing. And outside of service, is there anything that you do when you're not working or serving that you do for yourself to help you kind of find balance and bring yourself down in the midst of all the stress and having teenagers? <laughs> yes. Um, so I, it's not maybe for everyone as I've you know told others about this and they've raised eyebrows, but I'm a fan of a silent retreat. So I have practicing faith and um, I'm Catholic. And so I go to St. Ignatius house, but you can be of any denomination or, or it's open to you know, people who don't practice a faith and they have retreats, weekend long retreats, week long retreats. And I just use that as an opportunity to be still, be quiet. Um, it's hard initially to just completely unplug and really just listen to your own thoughts and then perhaps listen to nothing. But that's one of the ways that it allows me to sort of reconnect. I'd love to say that I meditate all the time and I'm really good at that. That's slowing down is very hard for me. And so it's one of the ways that I force myself to slow down and be still. Slowing down uh, is hard for our profession as a nature. We tend to be a profession on the go. I think that's part of why service has been such a big deal for our profession is it is something that we naturally are drawn to and involved in. And finding ways to get involved in that has always been huge for attorneys because some of them were doing it before they were involved. 
Is there any way that you encourage people to get involved, whether it's organizations that you've mentioned already, ways that they get involved with those or other ways that you've kind of found to be easier to either dip your toe into and start your involvement or otherwise? So I think the easiest way, I mean, I think sometimes it can be intimidating to say, I'm just going to, you know, approach a nonprofit or a group and, and try to jump in the deep end. And so I think so many organizations and even through the bar or our, our variety of affinity bar groups, they offer service days where it's a wills clinic or sometimes it's toy drives or otherwise. I mean, it's point in time service opportunities. And sometimes that's what you can do. And I, I think that's fine. I don't think there's anything wrong with however you're able to show up and serve. And so, but that's a great way to introduce yourself to, you know, what is this organization or what do I find interesting? Or I really enjoyed bringing this toy or connecting with families, or, you know, I like to go out and build something and then that's it. That's my one day of service. And so that's the way, you know, that's how I got introduced to YLD. And, you know, especially when I had small kids and I was first starting my career, a lot of times the point in time service was how I served. I, I brought a gift to an event or I dropped in for this one moment. And that was what I could do at that time. But it was also a great opportunity to figure out like, oh, I really enjoyed that. Or I really loved working with organizations that serve kids. So that's a great way to just start. And I know that you mentioned earlier that your background it really spanned, you know, juvenile and then getting into all of the aspects of, of that world and then moving through government service into private. Throughout all of that transition and the new stages that you were moving into, what do you think was your biggest takeaway from either the transition periods or just the different jobs that led you not only to continuing a uh, a profession of service, but continuing your work in the law? and still staying centered in yourself? For me, I think part of it was being open. You know, there's a little bit of courage and, you know, there were points where I pivoted into my career and it was new areas of law for me, new organizations, new people, new roles that didn't feel comfortable and sort of a willingness to be open, take a step back to sort of that courage that it takes in the profession to jump in and Certainly, we we need to meet our ethical obligation around competence, but there are ways to get there, right? And so being willing and open to try new things, to pivot, to um, maybe say you don't know. And that's that's the beauty of the community of the profession too, to, to find those who can help you learn, mentor you, shepherd you through. And so I think that was the biggest thing. I'm not saying it wasn't scary. There were times that I didn't question what in the world I was thinking when I tried this, but it's part of the journey. Um, and that for me, just being able to continuously grow and challenge myself has been the meaningful part of the career for me. It sounds like you found a lot of purpose in your career. Correct me if I'm wrong there, mm-hmm. but um, I think finding purpose in this career is huge, wouldn't you say? I think also it helps you get out of bed every morning um, to feel like you're doing something meaningful. And so Purpose has looked different in different roles. I I don't want to make it glossy that, you know, I loved my job every day. Sometimes it was really hard, but being able to figure out why I was doing it, sometimes it was commitment to a larger issue or, you know, commitment to agreements I've made, reasons behind the reasons. But I do think that really helps. And I appreciate you sharing that with all of us because being able to sum up a lifelong journey into just a few minutes is very difficult but being able to share the lessons that you learned from that and what you've kind of found along the way for yourself is 
very inspiring. And I hope that our listeners found it to be inspiring as well. I do appreciate you taking time to be here today and to speak with us because it has been a fascinating conversation and it's been a joy to speak with you. Oh, thank you so much. Same for me. Really enjoyed it. Thank you. Unfortunately, that does bring us to the end of our episode of The Good Lawyer. And as always, thank you to our listeners. If you enjoy the show, please remember to rate and review us on Spotify or Apple Podcasts. And be sure to check out our other episodes. Until then, this is Sarah Young signing off. This podcast was created by the Young Lawyers Division of the State Bar of Georgia. It was produced, recorded, and edited by Jamie Goss. Special thanks to Ron Daniels and D. Sarah Young. Follow the YLD on social media at Georgia YLD. Call in with questions on the podcast at 404-526-8607.